Brene Brown once said, you can't get to courage without rumbling with vulnerability. So you're just going to have to embrace the suck. Today we are talking about vulnerability-based trust in leadership. My name is Brad and welcome to The Daily Lead. Well, welcome to back to The Daily Lead, everyone. I am glad that you have chosen to tune in. I know that because you were here, you know that when a leader grows, it benefits everyone around them. Thank you for tuning in day after day. We certainly appreciate it. I have been immersed in um, a certification class here lately, and we have been talking a lot, a lot about vulnerability. We have been talking a lot about vulnerability-based trust and how everything, I mean everything else, is based on vulnerability-based trust. And if you have ever uh, taken a deep dive into Brene Brown, you know that she's huge on vulnerability as well. As a matter of fact, her entire book, Dare to Lead, um, Brave Work, Tough Conversation, Whole Hearts, is really about vulnerability as well. And uh, she talks about daring leadership, right? Uh, She talks about how at the heart of daring leadership is a deeply human truth that is rarely acknowledged, and that is that courage and fear are not mutually exclusive. That most of us feel brave and afraid at the exact same time, right? We feel vulnerable, and sometimes we feel vulnerable all day long, right? And so I wanted to take a dive into vulnerability-based trust because it is really what I'm learning at the core of strong leadership. You know, in a world that is often characterized by competition and a desire to appear infallible, the concept of vulnerability in leadership might seem counterintuitive to to you all, right? However, research and experience consistently show that Embracing vulnerability is a key factor in building trust within teams and fostering a positive work environment. As a matter of fact, what we've also learned, if you take a look, um, especially uh, with uh, Pat Lencioni's work uh, in The Five Behaviors, um, in order for there to be commitment and accountability and results at all, there has to be first and foremost uh, a sense of trust. And in order for there to be trust, there has to be this sense of vulnerability, right? And 
people need to feel comfortable with being able to share things uh, with one another, right? So let's start by defining what vulnerability-based trust really means. Well, it's about being open, right? Transparent, authentic about our thoughts, our feelings, and actually even admitting our mistakes. And leaders, it starts with you. You have to create that culture, okay? It's the willingness to show your true self and acknowledge your imperfections and being open to the same from your team. Now, let me tell you, I did not do this until I had a huge mental health episode in my life. And you know what? I started getting really vulnerable in my sermons uh, that I preach from the front. I, I'm a pastor, right? And so I started getting really vulnerable. And, and I, I should, right? Um, but I, I usually wasn't. And, well, let's just face it. I wrote about it. It's in my book, so it's out there, right? But you know what? My preaching style changed, um, and it also really kind of a, a changed really the culture of uh, my congregation. It changed the culture of the staff um, as well um, because I was being vulnerable. People started coming up to me. They started sharing their stories with me as well. And they were allowing themselves to be vulnerable. I had one person go, wow, I, I have actually never shared that with anybody before, Pastor. Right? So leaders, it starts with us. Um, Vulnerability-based trust is so important. Why? Because it creates an environment where team members feel safe to express their opinions where they feel safe to share their concerns and where they feel safe to take risks. And when you have that, you actually then create a culture where there is healthy conflict. All right. Not the conflict where, you know, people are at each other's throats, right? But healthy conflict where people are sharing their opinions, sharing their concerns, uh, a, a healthy debate. And, and when people feel that they can do that, guess what? They're more willing to commit, they're more willing to buy in and commit to the overall goals. And when leaders are vulnerable, then it humanizes us as leaders and it makes it easier for our team members to connect with us on a more personal level. All right. So first off, self-awareness is the key. All right. Leaders, understand and be honest about your strengths, about your weakness. Admit when you don't have all the answers. Not only does it build trust, but it encourages a collaborative, problem-solving approach within your team. Second, have effective communication. Clearly expressing your thoughts and expectations, but also actively listening to your team creates that atmosphere of openness creates that atmosphere where healthy conflict can happen, that healthy conflict being that healthy way of sharing opinions, the healthy debate of ideas, all right, that will allow then people to be able to buy in and to commit to the goals that will move the organization forward. Finally, let me tell you this embrace failure as learning opportunities, 
right? No one's perfect. Mistakes are going to happen. All right. Leaders who openly acknowledge and learn from their failures set an example for your team. This fosters a culture that values continue, continuous improvement and resilience. All right. Understand and acknowledge that. Okay. Vulnerability-based trust is actually what I am learning is the cornerstone of effective leadership. Okay. It is the cornerstone of healthy teams. It is the cornerstone of healthy teamwork. And if we can get this, we can create healthier teams and we can become better leaders. I'm going to spend a little bit more time on this um, through the rest of this week because it is that important. And I'm going to be pulling from multiple sources. I'm going to be pulling from Pat Lencioni's stuff. I'm going to be pulling from Brene Brown's stuff because I just feel like it's that important. All right. Well, that's our episode for today. Thanks so much for tuning in. I greatly appreciate that. If you could do a small favor for us here at The Daily Lead, we'd greatly appreciate that. And that is hit the subscribe button. And if you have just a few seconds, because that's all it takes, it's just a few seconds, hit that rating and leave us a quick review. We would greatly appreciate that because we want to hear from you. We want to hear back from you, our listeners. And not only that, but your ratings and your reviews just help others find this podcast easier. We want this podcast to be uh, a podcast for leaders everywhere. All right. And your ratings and reviews just help other people find the podcast easier. Well, as always, The Daily Lead is a podcast of the lead organization. Lead is a nonprofit organization that helps leaders connect to one another in order to grow and to learn. And they also help congregations connect to their communities. So head on over to leadconnects.org. That's leadconnects.org and see all the amazing tools and resources they have for you and your organization to grow and learn. And as always, we'd like to thank our podcast sponsor, gsbfundraising.com. GSB Fundraising, if you are a leader and need help in the areas of capital campaigns, fundraising, or stewardship, head on over to gsbfundraising.com. That's gsbfundraising.com, and they'll be glad to help you out. Well, as always, thank you so much for tuning in. Remember, leadership is not just about reaching the destination. It's about empowering and inspiring those around us to thrive along the journey. And as you step into your leadership role, I hope that you'll lead with authenticity and with empathy and with a relentless commitment to positive change in our world. I'll see you on the next episode, everyone. Take care. Mm -hmm.